ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildey is with us. Wildey and Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon on ESPN Milwaukee. If you're in the Madison area, you can check it out there as well. Jason, thanks for being here, buddy. Oh, man, what do we got? We got we got a backup on 43 South, so Paula and Maddie <laughs> on their way to ballet have to deal with that. You're telling me there's going to be a rain-snow mix on Halloween, yeah. and I'm covering a team that's lost four in a row and five out of the last six. So it's much not for good. a happy Monday. Yeah, it's not not good. Good. at least the Badgers and Bucks looked good over the... Oh, wait a minute, oh, never, never yeah. mind. Never mind, it was, it was a rough weekend. Yeah. So, but I'm I get to be with you guys. So, what more can I ask? That is a good thing. Thank you. Hey, do you uh, do you and Tausch dress up for Halloween? Costumes involved? I mean, you live stream the show now. <laughs> that would be good. That's uh, a great idea. You guys first. We're thinking about you it. You know, we were thinking that you should go as Tausch and he should go as you. Yes. Uh, if you do that, Mercure will go as me, and I'll go as him. Yeah. Does that mean Mercure has to shave his head? Yes. Well, either that or I got to get one of those those caps. <laughs> or a bald, bald cap. Caps, we'll yeah. make it work. So uh, our girls are going tomorrow because we have trick-or-treat on Halloween up here. <laughs> and they each have a uh, Care Bears costume. One is Cheer Bear uh, and one is Wish Bear, I think. Uh, I would go as Grumpy Bear, but I would love to go either as a Care Bear or... There was a tour at Lambeau today that came by my office. They go into the media area. Uh, usually they point out Rob Domofsky's office because he's a big star, but I happen to have my door open. And somebody saw that I have Alf on my on my countertop. Uh-huh. Alf, the old, uh, yeah. the old uh, sitcom on NBC. The alien. Hey, yeah. Willie! Yeah. Uh, and so I, would lo- I think I'm going to go with Alf next year. I, it's too late to do it for this year, but I think Alf would be a good copy. Hey, uh, would, Julian Sussex. Yeah, it would be warm. Julian Sussex has a great idea for you, Will. She texted in that you and Tao should go as Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I don't know who is which, but <laughs> Tao has the longer hair. I was gonna say I'm not afraid to be Taylor. I'm, I'm, you know, after after going to the movie on uh, Friday, I'm ready to be uh, uh, the man as she sings. Hey, despite your wise counsel from the very beginning that we need to be patient, it's going to be bumpy. I'm struggling yeah. because. It's so hard to watch sometimes, Jason, that is more a guy that's just a fan instead of a guy that's paid to cover the team. I'm having a hard time watching this Packers yeah. team. It's it's frustrating and it's it. really ugly. Yeah, and and you did, you and many others, ignored that wise counsel and got your hopes up. And <laughs> The first game of the season, they looked so good against a really crappy team that now has a has as many wins as the Packers do with two. Um, yeah, it's, I get it. It's tough. And, and if we're being honest, I can't fault any Packers fan for struggling with this because, you know, again, 28 years for me covering this team, 30 years of great, 31, 30 years of great quarterbacking from Favre starting in 92 all the way through. We didn't have many times that were really this difficult with an inexperienced quarterback, but there have been some, right? I mean, when Rodgers broke his collarbone in 2017 in a game up in Minnesota when Anthony Barr landed on him, Packers were 4-1 and one going into that game. They had just won in Dallas on a walk-off touchdown by Devontae Adams uh, from Rodgers. That was a good team. And then they inserted Brett Hundley, their backup, in, and their offense was terrible. So, And that was with veteran players who had been to the NFC Championship game the previous season and gotten off to a 4-1 and start. So now, take this team that has a bunch of inexperienced young players on offense 
and a first-year starter. And then you have some idea as to why their offense has struggled. Now, I don't care if Matt LaFleur is going to get up there and say, we're not using youth as an excuse anymore. I'm done with that game. The bottom line is they've got a bunch of young guys that are screwing up too much. And that's what young guys do. Now, hopefully, if you're a Packers fan, by the end of the season, those screw-ups are fewer and farther between. But right now, they're too frequent for them to overcome, and that's why they are where they are. So I, I get the whole you can't use youth as an excuse, but I also understand the the number of Pro Bowl and All-Pro receivers that have come through Green Bay over the course of Brett Favre's career and Aaron Rodgers' career, and that is clearly not a component of the Packers roster today. So youth, veteran, some players are just better than others. I, where I get a little disenchanted, Jason, and I don't know what the completion rate should be, but when I see a ball thrown by Jordan Love and there are two people in the area, one is wearing a Packers jersey, the other, the opponent's jersey, my feeling is that the other guy is going to come down with it or it's going to be incomplete. I, I don't have a feeling that the Packer guy is going to make the play that he, I, I feel like he should, or maybe I'm just conditioned to them making those plays with very talented receivers in years past. Yeah, well, look. 50-50 balls right now are not 50-50 in favor of the Packers. They're like 30-70, right? Like, you know, you think about how this game got away from them yesterday. It's 10-3 to at halftime. Uh, the defense, which has played better of the two sides of the ball, lets Kirk Cousins and company march down the field on the opening drive of the third quarter, make it 17-3. to Then Jordan Love throws a third down pass down the seam to Jaden Reed, who starts catching the ball and then has it wrestled away from him by the defender. And the very next play, Kirk Cousins then throws a touchdown pass to Jordan Addison. And before you can blink, it's gone from 10 to 3 to 24 to 3. That's bad. But there's also instances like that's a catch that Jaden Reed has to make. I'm sorry, rookie, veteran, whoever you are, you have your hands on the ball. You have to be strong enough. And I think Jaden would say this to not let it get taken away from you. There are also multiple instances of Christian Watson, who air quotes is your experienced receiver as a second-year guy, who I don't think many of the balls that are being thrown as 50-50 balls in his direction are going to him. And whether it was the interception in Las Vegas where he didn't break it up or a couple of plays yesterday where it's him or the other guy or two other guys in some instances, and it's not him, you, you got to help your quarterback out. Jordan Love has enough struggles as it is. He, he needs his wide receivers and tight ends to help him. And, and Matt LaFleur said after the game that they had six drops. He said after they watched film, although they are hard graders, he said the number was even higher. That's not helping your quarterback who has his own challenges to overcome just of his own play. You know how offensive coordinators love to be in like third and three and third and four? It's manageable, right? Like you've got the whole use of the playbook. I feel like teams are cool being in third and eight, third and nine against the Packers defense because it's a layup. You're going to convert. At least that's what I saw yesterday. Yeah, look, the the defense was not good enough uh, in the third and uh, longer situations. No doubt about it, right? I mean, that. It felt like when Kirk Cousins, before he got hurt, was at quarterback, they were going to convert no matter what the distance was on third down. And on the flip side, you know, I, I, I kind of went back and forth with Matt LaFleur on this this afternoon. Like, on the first drive of the game, a team that is struggling so mightily to get anything going offensively early in games has been outscored 73-9 to over the last five first halves. 
They've got a third and one. The play goes off schedule. Jordan Love completes a pass to Romeo Dobbs for a 20-yard gain, and it gets wiped out because uh, Rasheed Walker is downfield. Now, LaFleur said it was an accurate penalty, and it deserved to be assessed. So they get backed up. Now they get a jump off sides by the Vikings, so they're back to third and one. LaFleur calls a simple run play, and nobody blocks a guy. He comes right through. He smashes A.J. Dillon behind the line of scrimmage, and they have to punt. You pick up that first third down, whether it's with Romeo's play or with a simple one-yard run, and maybe you can get something going offensively for the first time in forever in the first half. And instead, they punt. They end up going three and out on their first four possessions, and that's how you end up again as one of the worst teams, it feels like, in league history in the first half. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildy. Wildy, thanks for being with us. We'll ask Deb to work on that uh, traffic situation your girls are dealing with. All right. I appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you on Friday. Take care. Be good.